So carrying on, uh, we've got the goalkeepers and defenders in the book for this Newcastle United dream squad. Um, let's move straight on to the midfielders. So let's go right-hand side of midfield. Um, there's one obvious, obvious candidate for that, and that's Norberto Solano. Had two spells at the club, uh, mainly remembered for his absolutely brilliant first spell. Uh, he was the consummate crosser of a football. When you have Alan Shearer in the middle, you need someone like Norberto Solano on the right-hand side. That man could find his head over and over again. Uh, it was a brilliant free-kick taker. It was just an excellent professional, really. Um, was brilliant at the club. Uh, I was glad when he came back after being sold. Fell out of favour. I think it was with Bobby, wasn't it, at the end? He fell and fell out of favour with him. Uh, then was surprisingly sold, but then came back. But yeah, he's, he's brilliant for, for Newcastle. Absolutely fantastic winger. Um, and someone we sorely miss now. Uh, you know, that sort of quality of delivery is something you can't really beat. Um, backing him up on the right-hand side of midfield, I'm going to go for, it's a little bit of a left-field choice, but Hatton Ben Arthur. Um, obviously, if you had a squad, Solano would probably be the one you play every game, but a man who can change a game within a second is Ben Arthur, depending which Ben Arthur you have playing. When he's on form, there was nobody who could touch in that goal against Bolton. Absolutely unbelievable. Just He had these moments where you just were like, this is a world, world-class talent. He just didn't have the temperament or the mindset to be able to harbour his talent, sadly. So we never we never saw it on a consistent basis, but I loved watching him play. You've got to have these type of entertainers in your squad. Um, and yeah, so he, he would be in my team. Keith Gillespie was, would have been the one who was closest to coming as well. I loved Keith Gillespie when he, when he came over um, in the Andy Cole deal. Uh, it was really good crosser of a football but for me Ben Arthur just because he can change a game within a second would be in this squad um, in the centre of the park we've got some really obvious candidates Gary Speed has to be in there um, what a brilliant midfielder he was often gets forgotten how good he actually was um, he's one of the best midfielders I think in the Premier League era um, and was brilliant for Newcastle him his leadership ability in that uh, Robson side with a lot of young pretty wild players with the Dyers, the Bellamy's and co. He kind of reined it, I think, in a bit and was one of the main reasons we got into the top three, four, five. I think it was, did we finish fourth, then third, then fifth? Um, I think it was really down to, to him um, was you know being a, a key contributor to that. Um, on top of that, I'm going to go with David Batty as well. You need a combative midfielder, someone who's going to win the ball. Um put in that shift that some of the other players don't want to do. If you've got a Hatton Ben Arthur in your team, you need a David Batty. Again, another one who gets forgotten because he's literally just vanished from the, the football arena. He's never heard of anymore. He doesn't want to be um, in the limelight. So, But he was a great midfielder as well. Was brilliant for Leeds beforehand and then came to us and was absolutely fantastic. Uh, Leeds and Blackburn, sorry, beforehand. And yeah, he was absolutely excellent. It was Leeds after, actually. It was Blackburn first, wasn't he? He went to Leeds, I think, after us. Um, so you've got those two in midfield. Then you need a little bit of creativity. Um, a legend uh, in Peter Beardsley has to be in there. Obviously, he's uh, fallen a bit on tough times of late with uh, some of the things he's been accused of, but he was a fantastic footballer. Gave possibly the worst post-match interviews I've ever heard in my life. 
but at the same time he he was a very special player coming towards the end of his career when when I started watching but he was still able to to produce big moments so he would have to be in this squad for me um and the next player I would have in there is actually an Alan Pardew player and Johan Kabay uh, I know he left us under some pretty acrimonious circumstances but my god that guy could pass a football he was one of the most creative players I think I've seen at Newcastle in my time as a fan um was world class literally I thought he was world class um should have gone on to do a lot more with his career in all honesty because he was he was so so good for us um so he really really needed to be in there um and the, is this the fifth midf- yeah the fifth midfielder I'd have in the squad Kieran Dyer um the guy was injury riddled throughout his career but when he was fit he was a hell of a footballer he was an x factor for us he was an x factor for England he just didn't stay fit long enough um, to be able to reach his potential because I feel like his potential was massive. He had the potential to be top class and an absolute game changer. He just couldn't stay fit long enough. Um, But especially during the Bobby era, again, he was absolutely fantastic. Probably the only one of uh, Rude Hullet's signings that were actually worthwhile. Um, Not often often you mention uh, Rude Hullet, but he made one good decision while he was there and that was signing Kieran Dyer he was a brilliant player um, and but the thing with him there always be the asterisk of what could he have been on top of that um, on the left I think this is not going to be too surprising really who I'm going to pick on the left hand side one player I'll say if he carries on the way he has so far is Alan said maximum if he carries on he will be in this squad in the future because at the moment he is absolutely balling for us and is a, a game changer um, a match winner, somebody who I've really enjoyed watching play. First Newcastle player in a very long time, I've really enjoyed watching play. Um, but the other two players that are going to be in the squad are going to be two of his compatriots. Um, the most obvious one, I'll say first off, and that's David Janola. Um, didn't play, wasn't with us for that long. Um, Kenny Daglidge made some horrendous decisions when he came in, sold him, Big Les, were two players who, who left us. And I will never, ever understand why he sold him just wasn't up you know wasn't Kenny's taste um but he decimated that Kevin Keegan squad and David Janola was one of his players I think I saw a stat the other day he played 75 times for us um but when he did play it was absolutely unbelievable and then obviously he went on to be brilliant for Tottenham so uh, I do always think with him it's a case of what could have been um if Kev had stayed but he was he has to be in our squad because you know he was the first maverick French winger that, that we had and the next one was Laurent Robert, one of my favourite Newcastle players ever. Uh, this this guy, I've never seen a player be able to hit a football as sweetly as him. The, I think it was like it was a game against Tottenham, and he scored two goals from literally the same position on the left hand side of the pitch, miles out, absolutely miles out, two rockets, and it gets forgotten how good a left foot this guy had. Um, he could swing a ball in as well. He, you know, having Solano on one side and Robert on the other, that was a, a really good combination. Another who, again, you know, I think we had the Keegan era and we had the Robson era, and then straight after we had Daglish and we had Sunes. Both came in with big pedigrees and both fell out and sold really crucial players in our squad. And you know, when uh, Daglish came in, I meant, uh, but yeah, when Daglish mentioned I came in before, he sold, you know. Uh, Janela and Big Les, and then when Sunes came in, he saw Laurent Robert and Craig Bellamy were two absolutely crucial components of our squad. Didn't understand them, couldn't get the best out of them. 
Um, and yeah, I was gutted when Laurent Robert left. He brilliant, brilliant left midfielder. Um, and then I move. So that's yeah, that's the midfield complete. Um, I move on. I say one player I will mention who almost got in there was Czech Tiote as well. Uh, rest in peace to him. He was very, very close to Pippin David Batty, but David Batty was just one of the best midfielders in the Premier League era. Uh, it gets forgotten sometimes, but Czech Tiote was fantastic as well. So moving on to the strikers, uh, let's just get the most obvious one out of the way. Big Al, Alan Shearer has to be in that squad. He, oh, He's just a king. I don't think I really need to go into detail about Alan Shearer. He's the most obvious inclusion um, in this team, probably with Shea Given just behind him. But Alan Shearer, yeah, he's a absolutely world-class striker, best in the Premier League era, um, captain, hometown boy, loyal. Couldn't say much more about him, to be honest. Absolutely phenomenal servant to the football club. Um, up front with him, obviously big Les Ferdinand has to be in there as well. Another who was sold too soon, went on to carry on having a brilliant career throughout the Premier League. Um, so that was, yeah, really disappointing that he, he was sold under Daglish. But again, that was a poor decision from Kenny. Um, and yeah, he... It was him and Big Al up front had so much potential uh, to go on and go forward. Um, but yeah, sadly, we, we never got to see that. Um, another from that era who has to be in there, Faustino Aspria, that that guy, that hat-trick against Barcelona. It's just one of the most key memories in Newcastle history. I had to put in the picture of him celebrating one of those goals and that because I remember watching that on ITV and, and losing my mind we were beating Barcelona uh, 3-0. Obviously, Barcelona are even more well-revered these days, so it puts into you know perspective how good Newcastle used to be that we won that game. Um, he was brilliant. He was such a maverick striker, maverick character. Um, another who, sadly, wasn't here long enough to, to you know really make a stamp on the on the club long term, but you know these guys they all showed within their glimpses when they were here they were world class players and Faustino definitely was. Um, so I'm going to put in two more strikers to complete the squad. One, he's one of my favourite players of all time, and I don't think he gets enough credit for how brilliant he was for for Newcastle. Um, I mentioned him just a minute ago, and it's Craig Bellamy. Um, he fell out with Graham Souness, didn't want to play out of position, and then went on loan to Celtic and I don't think he has the greatest relationship with a lot of Newcastle fans but for me I was devastated when he left absolutely devastated because he was the perfect complement to Alan Shearer I don't think you could have got a more perfect strike partner for Alan Shearer him and Big Les obviously were very very similar strikers when they were together but Craig Bellamy you had the little and the large aspect so you know Shearer winning the balls nodding it on and Craig bursting in behind with his absolute rapid pace he was Jamie Vardy before Jamie Vardy was around um he started bringing more goals to his game you know the different places that he went to he was fantastic for Manchester City uh, at the end but he was a great player um probably a very difficult guy to manage um don't know how Bob did it uh, with some of the players that he had during his time but I love Craig Bellamy didn't score tons of goals um, but his work rate his energy his pace it definitely meant Alan Shearer scored more goals in my opinion during that era um, he was the perfect foil for him I know they fell out at the end but yeah I'd, I'd have to have him in my team without a doubt um, and the last one 
look, it, it probably should be uh, Dembabara or Pappas, he's say. Pappas mainly for his absolutely worldy start when he when he first joined us and Dembabara for that season or so. Loic Remy could probably get a shout as well because he was phenomenal on loan. Um, go pick someone who didn't live up to his potential at Newcastle but is one of my all-time favourite players. Look, it's a 25-man squad. He probably wouldn't play. <laughs> but, I mean, if he was in prime, he probably would play. Uh, he didn't do great at Newcastle. He did okay. And I think he did a lot better than people remember. He just didn't get the chances that he probably deserved. And that's Patrick Clivert. Um, I've never been more excited for a player to join a football, join Newcastle in my life. I remember driving home in the car and hearing he'd finally signed. And literally, I was buzzing. Absolutely buzzing. I was so excited to see Patrick Clivert for Newcastle. We scored a nice goal against Crystal Palace. And I think after that, you know, he, he didn't really get the chances Graham Souness didn't really give him a chance I felt like he was getting better and better uh, for us um, I know it was a tail end of his career but I'd have him in my squad I think he deserved a better chance than, than he got um, so yeah he, he definitely would be in there um, so that's the squad complete um, but what's a squad without a manager Um Obviously, throughout the years, probably three names spring to mind. That's Rafa, uh, Bobby and King Kev. And for me, just because I saw a bigger sample size of him, he's an absolute legend in terms of his uh, influence on the game of football um, and just seems like one of the nicest blokes ever. It's got to be Bobby Robson. Um, I know that might be harsh on King Kev and the entertainers, closest that we came to winning the league was obviously under him but he was a bit more volatile uh, a bit more of a he reacted a lot more than Bobby did Bobby was the ultimate classy manager um, got the most out of tons and tons of those players you know not many managers have been able to control a squad with Craig Bellamy Kieran Dyer Laurent Robert um, Jonathan Woodgate you know we had Lee Bowyer at a point as well um, there were some volatile personalities and he did a fantastic job got us back into the Champions League you know we had a third and fourth place finish and we finished fifth and to this day it was disgusting how he was treated um, and that's when the club really died to be honest from that point onwards it's it's never been the same being a Newcastle fan I know we've had our moments but yeah it's never been the same so he without a doubt for me uh, would be my manager you know King Kev played some absolutely unbelievable football um, but yeah Bobby Bobby just pips it for me you know it was just so many moments during that era that was my favourite time ever being a Newcastle fan we had some great Champions League moments under Bobby Robson as well um, and just because of who he is as a as a manager and as a man within the sport I don't think you've ever heard a bad story about Bobby Robson um, he's spoken about so highly to this day and I think he will be for forever uh, in terms of football um you know he's got his statue everything he he's just a, a top top bloke and so yeah he'd be managing the side for me but if I had an assistant obviously it would be King Kev um special mention as well to Rafa who thought did a fantastic job under very very difficult circumstances Chris Hewton did a great job for us as well Pards get slagged a lot and he deserves a lot of it but you know we did have some a couple of good seasons under him and you know we didn't get relegated under him second he left we had McLaren and that and yes yeah, it was a, a tough period in time but yeah it has to be Bobby Robson so yeah that's my 25-man squad with a manager um 
I'm sure a lot of people will disagree with certain ones. As I said, there's some you know special mentions out there. Um, for certain players, Rob Lee definitely could have made that squad. Darren Peacock, Warren Bartons, Sean Beresford, Debravkas. Um, like I said, you know, Clivert was a, a personal favourite of mine, so it really probably should have been a Denver Bar, a say probably not Andy Carroll, but you know, someone like that. But yeah, these this was my team. Um only player I see within the players within the current squad that I see the ever, you know, potentially getting into that maybe is Debravka and some maximum. You know, Jamal Sells is in there. Uh, I think that's testament for how well he's done. But yeah, we had some glory days and hopefully if a takeover happens, they're coming back soon. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed my picks. I'm sure there'll be some debate about them, but yeah, that's my 25-man squad. Thanks for listening.